clap sync in three, two, one. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, we are back and move. I had to get some water. Yes. Because we were legitimately, I was just slobbing all over LeBron just in the last episode. And I appreciate y'all watching that episode. Hey, we, hey pause. We pause in that statement. Hey, we pause in hey, that statement. pause it all you want. The man is the man is coming through for the party, people. I'm going to show him love and respect. Hey, but hey, we ain't showing him no slob. <laughs> you, slob. you said you were slobbing the man. Nah. No, not, pause. No, no, no. Pause hey, that. but then again, it's 2018. Hey, 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 hey I'm hey, doing hey, anything. You know what? I need to scoot my chair Hey, you know what? I'm not about to sit here. <laughs> I'm not about to sit here and say if I had a truck, if you go and slob over anybody, there's a bunch of basic ass motherfuckers in the street. You go, if you had LeBron James, at least you know if you break your heart, you didn't pay half. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Yo, Pierre, you want to come out here? Three weeks ago, we posted that video up. Yeah. So I greatly appreciate you guys watching that. But and it's just ironic that we have the same clothes on today. Don't pay attention yeah. to that. We just coordinated that. It's all good. If, if, uh, and no, some people are asking me about that. Like, so what's up with the shirt for you guys? Like so one week you guys will change clothes and the next week you'll be back in the same way. Look guys, we film these things at least three or four at a time. Like, I need you to happen I need you to think about that. I'm not forcing Eric out of the house every day just to come film the show. No, he gets here, we stay here for about two or three hours, we film all the shit, and then we put it out <laughs> in segments. Come on, guys. Yeah. Come on. Like people were confused by that. This is right, the identity. See, group. I told you if we just had a uniform, then no one would know. You know, you did mention that. We, we need to get identity blue shirt. shirts. I need my avatar on the shirt so people can walk around. What is that? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's my avatar. And this is the identity booth. My name is Hero. As always, I'm your host. And the boy wonder. E dubs. We in here, man. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's been an eventful few days, few weeks, but something that's that's been kind of like bugging us is, and if you don't know, I'll, I'll, I'll give full disclosure right now. Eric is a Christian, devout at it, I'll give him that. And he's lived his life through it, he's gone to school for it. Let's, like, let's be real. Uh, I'm Muslim. Don't really How see. How are we good friends? <laughs> yeah. mean, my, we brothers for We real. brothers in real life, but. It's never it. been a point of contention. We've had open discussions about it, and we understand each other's point of view, and it's not a, and it's not an issue. And a big reason for us not having issues because a lot of my beliefs are grounded in science. Like, I, I don't see, I don't see the things that people relate to, even with Pangea, the effect of Pangea. There's no way in hell an ark was built and had every animal within three miles of each other to get to one place. But once again, that boat was kind of big, though, bruh. Still ain't no way. It was a big box. Big box. It could be in whatever you wanted to be. Well, that, that's assuming that we had the same amount of animals yeah. now as we did then. It probably was less, I'm sure. I mean, we're but talking then, about tens of thousands of years of evolution. We're, we're also talking about getting everything about the so land mass. Uh, and it wasn't, it wasn't two of every animal. It was two of every unclean animal and seven of every clean animal. See, and he's the expert. To, to further my point, <laughs> there's no way in heck that man coordinated all that stuff and got all these things ready. But I still believe that there was some way that I don't. I don't disprove it. I don't. I can't. 
so I don't try. But at the same time, if someone came to me talking like that, if there was a way for me to walk away, I would. <laughs> like, that's, just, that's just it. If I found an exit, I would walk towards it. Don't even say bye. Now, now, before you guys get offended by this conversation, mm -hmm. we're here to make a bigger point. Okay. It's not about Christian, Muslim, Buddhist, Hindu, Shinto, because deist, whatever the heck you may, atheist, whatever you may Because I'm going to still be asking 101 questions. Like, has anyone not noticed that the people's names in the Bible are just different syllable names of people in the Quran? Does anyone not notice that? Oh, we notice. So, so is, are we saying that they were the same people? What? Let's get to the big topic. Um, Let's talk about Pastor Darby Scott. Is that his name? Darby uh, Scott? So, well, you can talk about all 17 of them that went to go see the lovely Oompa Loompa. I mean, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be respectful. He earned it. His name, is, his name is President Trump. I'll call him President Trump. Not my president. I mean, actually, he kind of is. I am from Africa. But you live in America, and you're an American citizen, are you? Are you a, a, a legal alien? Uh, Hero, am I going to have to ask you to show me your documentation? I plead the fifth. Next topic. Oh, my <laughs> I'm going to have to just build a wall right here. We're building a wall. We're building a wall. I'm at this booth. <laughs> no more identifying with me. <laughs> no, seriously, Darby. Uh, but I this mean, Darby Scott guy mm -hmm. says Trump is the most pro-black president he's seen, and the man's sixty years old. By the way, I'm not understanding how he could say that. I would, I would put JFK up there higher. Mm -hmm. Bill would, Clinton. No, can't say Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton, eight percent when he dropped us down from eight percent. Yeah, but the incarceration rate went up significantly. So I'm gonna have to. I can't. Black I people can't, are predators. That's what his wife said. No, she said they're super predators. predators. My bad. Yeah, I can't fool with the. I can't fool with the Clintons. And there's there's allegations, and I'm saying this allegedly, that uh, Bill Clinton was one of the biggest cocaine dealers while he was governor of Arkansas. Allegedly, Just throwing that out there. What about? Dare I say, the most pro-black president we ever had was Abe Lincoln. See, I can get that. People are like, well, why come y'all ain't saying Obama? Because we can't say that. I, I, we can say Obama, but we have to, we, we we, have to say what... We get that on skin tone alone, not because he actually did and me, and me and Eric don't agree on this because I feel like he's done way more for... Obama was a president... What I felt a president should be demo, when it comes to demographics... He tries his best to take care of everybody. What where people shun Obama is is saying, "Hey, look, bro, you're the first black one in 40, 43 years, forty four years, forty four elections, forty four elections." So you might be our only shot to get the thousand acres and a mule. It's a thousand acres? I wish it was a thousand acres. What is, what is for it? For 40 acres. 40, 40 acres? I still take 40 acres. It's a lot of land. Hey, I'm like, hey, bro, I'm not saying you got to do it the first term, but hook a brother. Like, legitimately, that was, that was the only chance we had. Because every other demographic who's been uh, portrayed or treated badly by the American government has received their... They're rest uh, re reprimands or Repar reparations. reparations. I mean, the Japanese are the perf perfect example. Yes. F 1950s internment camps, and they pretty much got the whole way. And, and go to any city and not find a Chinatown. 
or or any kind of a little Asian town. Yeah. I mean, you can't. I mean, you go to the hood. That's you, you want to find some Asian people. Go to the hood. They got a nail shop. They got a beauty supply store. They yeah. got a donut shop. So, oh, so a, a dry cleaner. And what Obama is normally criticized for is looking out for people who who didn't look like him, and and that still makes them a minority. And that's where me and I are different. But for you to say that Trump is the most pro-black president when he was did, did no, does no one know that in his whole, his apartment complex he used to kick poor black people out so he could up the rent for rich white people to move in? Like, does do people not look into his past, his history? Have they not noticed that every time he talks about a black individual, he mentions their physical features, their mental, uh, their mental. He's capacity? seventy years old. He's the, the man's seventy. So when he was growing up, I mean, it was ba- barely the end of the gym. It's barely the end of Jim Crow. It's twenty no. nine eighteen. They were they were they were just yeah pushing it through the legal system. Like we got to end mean, this shit. Okay, so he grew up in a in a bygone era, and he hasn't changed his perspective at all. He's a good old boy. He does not smoke. He doesn't drink. He eats fried chicken and drinks Dr Pepper every freaking day. That's what he. That's what he does. That's who he is. I mean, as far as him moving people out of the apartment complex so he can up the rents, that's what he's supposed to do. It's a business. No, he's not. Okay, so I buy a building, I leave it dilapidated, and people who can't afford to pay the money that I would want them to pay for the building, I I just leave them in there so they have a place to live. They're paying their rent. They're they're they who's, signed a contract. Who's paying their rent? I'm confused by this question. If I signed a contract to state that I'm going to pay this much for this long... Yeah, and when your contract's up, I don't have to agree to renew your contract. Okay, but that wasn't the situation. He was legitimately forcing them out by not repairing things that they put in work orders for and leave and turning off the water and electricity at random times throughout the day. That's how you get rid of the deplorables. That's also I- illegal. Oh, and, I'm not disagreeing with that. And that is But no they, one sued him. Who's, why, why they did sue. Did they, did they win? They won. It was an open shut case. Well, hey, he it's probably cheaper for him to do that than it was for him to. But this is also the same individual that says education shouldn't be free because he has three. He, he had a private. He had a private university that just scammed and conned people into paying money to somehow meet him. But when they would get there, it would just be a cutout of him, and they would stand there and take pictures with him. A cutout like this. This guy. Is a scum on all levels. There's and I'm no, not disagreeing with you. There's nothing that. about this person that is pure. Like, I could sit here and beat him for an hour to get him to admit to every crime he's ever committed, and I would get tired before he finishes. Like, that's just it. So when you have someone who in your community represents a holy stance, mm-hmm. a unmarked by his stance who is supposed to live as close as he can to the great one coming next to the closest thing we have as devil in flesh and speaking positively this is an equate this is equated to him talking positively about russia your pastor sits there every sunday and talks about tithes kindness Love of other people, tolerance of other people. 
To the point where oh, now, no, no, no. first of all, let's not get it twisted. That ain't what that ain't what them black preachers preaching in their churches. What they preaching? Because I don't know. All right, so I mean, if you want to know what a, a black preacher is preaching in his church, drive through the community in which his church is in. How many poor black neighborhoods have hundreds of churches? I can tell you right now in in Oak Cliff, where I grew up, Morrell and Harlandale. If you start there and you drive. From Morrell all the way to uh, Marcellus, you can find over 100 churches in a square mile. One square mile between those two major streets, and if you just took a, a square mile any any direction, you can find 100 churches. It's house, house, church, house, church, church, house. These, they're everywhere, and the communities know better. They haven't cleaned up the crime. They haven't picked up the trash. They haven't taking all the stuff that's been defaced and dilapidated and rehabilitated. There aren't that many programs for impoverished kids, for uneducated adults, for the elderly, for the veterans. The VA hospital is in the hood, and there's more homeless veterans hanging out in front with no food and no clothes, but we don't take care of them. But there's hundreds of churches in the neighborhood. They're not preaching love. They're not preaching take care of your neighbor. They're not preaching doing to others, but they can get up. 60-year-old, 17 of them, and go sit with Trump. Why the hell else would they go sit with Trump if it wasn't to directly benefit their pockets? The illusion, these are are places that don't pay taxes. Exactly. And that's the thing. Let me pause. I'm sorry. I'm getting getting heated because, you know, this is a big deal with me. I like this. You know what I'm saying? Because these churches are freaking, it's a 501c3. It is a freaking corporation. (laughs) And y'all are giving money to a corporation thinking you're giving money to God. No, you're giving money to a corporation. Stop giving money to a corporation. In fact, if you want to, if you believe the Bible, Jesus says, give unto men. He says, give unto others, not give to the church. Yes, there's a place to go and have a, uh, uh, somewhere we, where we can pool all of our resources together. But it was always to feed the poor, the widow, the orphan, and the stranger. We don't do any of that anymore. All we're doing is we're buying freaking pastors. Um, we're buying preachers. I'm trying. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to stay as they say sanctified. We are buying preachers airplanes and and mega mansions and building a twenty thousand seater church. Why? Why not take those millions of dollars and go right in the community? Build up the the elderly ladies house that's dilapidated. She's got roaches. Let's exterminate the roaches. Let's remodel the crib. Let's fix her car. Yo, this is insane. And Trump is the most pro-black president. And it's only because he's the the first one to publicly put out that he's got 17 black pastors coming to meet with him. Because we didn't really see that from Obama. And, and the, it isn't because Obama didn't do it. And that's the thing. He it, didn't advertise I, it. I, I, he didn't advertise it because Obama not only met with the 17 Met with a black congregation of of of, of uh, pastors. For all you that didn't know, in his inauguration, had a black pastor do it. His signing day, black pastor do it. And also, he made a tour run of the Chicago Black Youth Urban Church. That's besides the point. He also did it with the Jews, the Muslims, and the Buddhists of this community. So, I mean, he he it just wasn't publicized. But the reason why Donald Trump needs to do this is because 15% of the black population voted for him, and that's the smallest percentage of black people have ever voted for a president ever. I don't know how much I believe that, because there's a lot of black people that were gung-ho for Obama first term, 
And after a second term, were so turned off that they didn't even they were turned off completely to the Democratic Party. I mean, but it's still it's he's, he won in a landslide, sixty percent. Oh, I'm, I don't disagree, but I'm just saying this is this is the sentiment of a lot. But of, if of we're talking about people. most pro-black, I'm still putting Obama above Trump. I mean, we kind of have to put Obama above Trump. Just for skin tone, like no, not just for skin tone. I mean, no, I'm talking about why people would consider him pro-black, not necessarily because things he did or didn't do. And I honestly feel like if we went back and Obama put advertised all the things that he did, there probably is some stuff in there. But I can't say Trump is. I don't. I don't see enough at this they, point. You know, now, if he if he really gets this prison reform thing going, if he can get rid of mandatory oh, minimums, thanks. if he could get rid of. Um, you know, the these Jeff Sessions and these god dang Jeff Sessions wants to have mandatory minimums for nonviolent drug crimes. I'm th- and I'm talking about even first offenders. He wants the minimum for them. Why? Because he has the prison uh, people in his pocket. That's all this is about. So when he- you find out that the private prisons sector donated twenty seven percent of the total RNC donation cycle. Mm-hmm. Private prisons are paying Republicans. They're paying the Democrats too. And I mean, for sure. That's why we had the whole thing with Clinton. Yeah. And oh, yeah, super predators. And on top of that, and you know, the thing about it that that it it loses me, and I'm happy you brought it up 17 black pastors went to go talk to the president about prison reform, right? So you mean to tell me there's no white pastors that want to talk about prison reform? Hello. Are you not oddly confused by how easily you are grabbed by headlines? 17 black pastors didn't go to talk to the president about prison reform. They went to go talk about how to get more black people who are so, who are having difficulties. Like, look at the mental strain that I have on you right now. You can't go, you work 40 hours a week, Mm -hmm. you can't pay your rent without assistance, you can't buy food without assistance, but you still find some way to get 10% of your paycheck onto the pastor. And I almost say God, but that's not the truth, because what would a a being of all power, knowledge, and purpose need 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 your money? So you find a way to give your money to this individual, and he says to you, give on to me and you will receive other, those are called the, the, the... the, the enrichment pastors that... Yeah, that, the, what they call them, the prosperity preachers. Pros, pros, prosperity preachers. So now, they've done this, they've done that, they've got you in their pocket, they've got you by the clinch, and using the word as they once used it to enslave you and told you once upon a time... And They're right, still enslaved. Of course they are. But as long as we have them in this trance, I want mm. them to feel a little bit of that fresh air because mm. this is the first time you're actually getting some. Mm-hmm. I want you to realize something, that they went there to go talk about how much money the RNC will pay them to allow them to bring Republican talking points into their church. And that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to get up and they're going to praise. They're going And whatever pastors follow them, they're going to bring them in. Hey, listen, man, we got this situation set up for you and for me and this, that, the third. Hey, it's going to push us to, to this next level of promise. And they're going to earmark so much money. They're going to get us so much land to build our church. And it, it's all about putting money in these people's pockets. You got to understand most of these pastors are politicians. They get up. They they say what you want to hear. 
They tell you what you want to hear so that you come back the next week. All you go there to get is feel good messages. It ain't about changing your life. It ain't about <laughs> forcing you to be a better human being. It ain't about you taking care of yourself and your neighbor and your family. It ain't never about that. But please, if you don't, big point of contention. I remember, I'll tell you our story. First time uh, when me and my wife first moved away. Oh, yeah, sound good. When me and my wife first moved away from uh, where we live, where we met in Florida, when we moved to Virginia, I started talking to her about money and about how churches operate because I looked into it. I was like, oh, I work at a church. Let me, look, let me look into the church, how it works, how it operates. I was like, when I found out it was a corporation, I was like, well, I know how corporations work. So how does this church corporation, blah, blah, blah. I was like, it's a 501c3. They take your money and they don't have to pay a tax. And it's really, really interesting what they can and can't do with money. And I've seen, I've worked at three churches, one large, one medium size, and one small. And I've seen everybody does the same thing. People are allowed to move and shift and use money and, and pay and not pay. And if you don't pay, they, they tell you you're cursed. I was like, <laughs> I said, Jesus is supposed to redeem you. For, and they preach Jesus redeem you from the curse. But if you don't give money, you're cursed. What does that sound like? These pastors went to Trump. It's always about money. It's about votes. And the Republican Party is two years into, in, into Trump cycle. So what is Trump doing proactively? Recruiting. Exactly. He is recruiting prominent leaders so that he can get black people to vote uh, to get on the Trump train before the Democrats can pony up. Because the, the Democrats right now don't have anybody except for maybe Bernie. And they don't even want Bernie. It, like you, like anyone who, anyone you ever see on TV pushing a a, a demographic or a, an agenda, a, agenda, not even an agenda, but I want to just like, a group of people. people. Like for example, Diamond and Silk or Black People for Trump. That is an organized group that was made and designed by the Republican Party. It wasn't even designed by black people. I like Diamond and Silk. But Diamond and Silk are being paid to be... That is, that is not them. That is a persona. They went to court for tax evasion. I'm and, not with that. And the reason why they had to go to tax, for tax evasion is because they weren't putting down on their taxes that they were receiving money from the RNC to go out and be a political face. So in court, they openly had to say, no, Diamond and Silk, that is our persona. We are being paid to act that way. Which then... Which is in, in is dis is disingenuous. Like if you're getting a check from a group of people, and you're trying to make it seem like you're su such a progressive thinker as a black person that you can say, "Hey, I was on the left, now I'm on the right." No, you're on the side to put paper same, in your pocket. Same thing with Candace Owens. Like she was, she had a Democratic website she hosted in 2016. It ain't even three years, and she. She got converted. She she got paid. <laughs> like, and I'm she works for you, she works for Charlie Kirk now. And I'm here to tell you guys, like that is how you can tell sincerity these days. That's a shame that I have to say that. If someone says if, if, if you are have, getting a paycheck, you are not sincere about what you're doing. Prime example: you go to your job, you know why you're there. Mm -hmm. You listening to the identity? Group. Ain't nobody paid us for this shit. No, ain't nobody paying you to listen to this. 
we make shit products that are good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, we just had an episode about that. We don't, we're not making trash bag products. We're trying to give you out a real. Real, real. And that's the truth. Me and Eric aren't being paid. We're not sponsored by anybody. And even if someone did want to sponsor us, me and Eric was would hopefully turn down a sponsor that wanted us to push a point that me, that we didn't agree with. No. It, it's, it's an open show because that is what dictate, and that's a shame that money is what dictates people's level of sincerity. Because at some point in your life, you're going to die. Yeah. And that money can't go with you. So it makes me wonder, what is what what do these pastors have to gain besides money? It's not for your it's benefit. cloud, it's access, it's prominence, it's it's a point, a, a talking point for them. Yeah, I, yeah, you know. Uh, when they're talking to their other pastor friends, yeah, man, you know, me and uh, me and the POTUS just met up, and it's one of those things. It's like it's like what they call shop talk amongst pastors. See, man, we put y'all on a lot of preacher game now, like giving y'all the secrets. Preacher game, they're like they call it shop talk. You know, pre- a, pa- a pastor will come up to another pastor, and like, yeah, they introduce you to. Them. So, how many you running over there, Doc? Why is that a question a pastor asks another pastor? It's like, hey, how many lives did you impact today? It's how many you're running over there. It's like how many cheeks you got in the seats because each set of buns is a dollar bill. You know what I mean? And you don't think these churches for one second don't hire uh, consulting firms to tell them how to be more uh, friendly and open to get more people in the door because they know the... And these consulting firms say, hey, the average American makes X amount of dollars. So, and they undershoot. Let's say they make half of that. And if each one gave 10, 10% of their gross pay for the month, you would, you should expect to see about X amount of dollars a month. They do this. This is real. This is not a game. And to further push, stress the point, let's think of like any time there's been a, a shooting, an, an unexpected death, or someone with climbing medical bills. It's always an athlete, always a celebrity, or some, somebody, some political figure. How many times, how many churches have come to the defense of people who are being put in bail jail, which is basically you being, you have a fine, a ticket you can't pay for, so they put you in jail because you didn't pay for the ticket, and somehow expect you to make the money in jail in order to pay for the ticket, which constantly keeps you in jail, which then adds up, and after 50 days, guess what? You go to the big house because then they can delay your case because you don't have the proper evidence or the lawyer or any of these fees. Bail bonds jail is one of the biggest cycle of the prison. And these jails, bails and bonds are all being put next to these churches in the hood. Mm-hmm. Like, that is something that you see. Liquor store, gun store, church, bail bondsman. Those are the rotations. Corruption surrounding prosperity. I'm not really big on religion because, like Eric said, it's something that people do to make themselves feel better. The thing I do to make myself feel better is just be a good person or try my best to. Religion is important, and I do believe that there's a higher power out there. I just refuse to acknowledge him the way that other people acknowledge him. I have my own relationship with God, and that is something I hold personal to myself. And that also allows me to relate and identify with everybody, no matter what their religious purpose is. Because no matter how much they talk to me about their religion and say, I've had people flat out tell me during the month of Ramadan, (laughs) you should be a Christian. 
hey, bro, that's your opinion. <laughs> like, it's cool. And they're allowed to do it. And I've always said one of the first things that all religions talk about is acceptance and tolerance. For some reason, everyone wants to convert you the moment they see you, though. In the world where I know I'm going to probably, there's a 99% chance that I'm going to have to marry outside of my religion. I've come to terms with it. And I've had people tell me they can't date me because I'm not of their religion. But they roll with bacon and wear two different color tone, uh, two different material dresses. So, yeah. Eric, I don't want y'all to believe everything you see on the TV. When a person says that they're... Don't even believe this all the way. Do some research about what we talk about. Exactly. Everything that I done told y'all about how these churches are. And I mean, I really could go into it. I don't know it's going to be I want something. Eric to. Eric, he got heated. I love it. Hey, listen, I could go in. I mean, I have I have huge problem with churches. And this is coming from a guy who went to school to be a pastor. Like, I'm I'm not joking with it at all. Like, we need we need we need we need religious reform in this country. The churches are are starting to scam people. Not all of them, but a lot of them. And y'all are suckers if y'all think anything different. A lot of these jokers don't care about you. You're just a number. You're just a dollar amount. And you have to be okay with that. You have to know that going into a building. I can tell you so many stories. I just won't because these some of the pastors I know are pretty prominent pastors in their state in their city where they are, and me to start calling names and saying things about them would have people heated. Not that I care, but it would paint, it, would, it could paint a picture, a wrong picture for somebody. So what I'm saying is when you see preachers going to see a president, no nine times out of 10 is to, for the same reason anybody else is going to see the president, is to talk about something that directly affects them. Well, if what the only thing a, pre, a preacher should ever be talking to President Trump about is uh, repenting for his sin. That's it. That's it. And if it isn't that, they're talking about money. But on top of that, I mean, we where we at? So we, just, I mean, just in closing, because Eric, Eric definitely has the expertise in this, and and I, I would just say, hey, you know, if you really want to do on for, to the Lord and help yourself in your trying times, use the resources that God has put at your disposal. He give he gives you strength and breathes life into thy hands, your hands. So use it to work. If you really want to see how holy your church is, go there and don't pay to go. Go there at ten percent. Put it in a, a bank account with a C with a what a C two added to it with thirteen percent interest. Hopefully, if you can get it nowadays, eight percent. Let's be honest. If you can get it. <laughs> These banks being stingy. Go out there, put you let, can find it. Put it, put it in there, and let it accumulate. And then one day, build a school for your build a school for your community. Man, it sounds like Hero want me to do do a whole series on on. Maybe I should do a do a teaching on how to give according to the Bible. Mm. What to do with your money? Because money money don't money don't have a soul. It's amoral. It's a weapon, just like anything else. It's a tool. And I was like, here's the thing about money. Money was created by a government to be used by a nation. It was not created by God to be used by God's people. It is a tool. I ain't never seen God pay me in blessings. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, listen. Even in the Bible, it says, "Give and it shall be given unto you." Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. It says, "Shall I cause men to give into your lap?" God, God didn't say He was going to give you money. He said He was going to cause men to give into your lap. God still has to use a man to get you the resources. He's not, so He doesn't need the money, and. You honestly don't need the money. You just need to have your relationship with him and he'll cause the things that you need to come to you. That's how he moves. That's actually more of a miracle than him raining down money on your head, changing the heart of a man to get them to do something for you. I'm saying, like, y'all got to get past that. Like, we're going to do a teaching on it. That's what we're going to do. I love it and because he's Eric is very passionate about this topic as you can probably tell like he's listening right now <laughs> like he is parched because he is going in and that's that's a level of passion and people speak from a passion they tend to be speaking from an honest perspective like a genuine perspective and that's not to be confused with people who speak passionate about like hate things like, <laughs> like you know like building walls yeah and, like those, those are passionate people but like you know that's how you know they're real and real can also be evil but for all intents and purposes man i hope y'all got that fresh air that we gave y'all today <laughs> <laughs> that gust of wind that slapped you across the face and didn't leave a bad taste in your mouth yeah. is us trying to identify with you guys as you continue to identify with us because no matter what's going on in the world the people who are looking out for you are always going to be looking out for you and me and eric those people exactly but for all i mean if you really want to know more about us eric where can they find us find us on facebook and instagram for sure for sure okay and if you're watching this on youtube you should be clicking that this button first because mm -hmm. we gave you we gave you we gave y'all some good we we gave gave church yeah. today yeah, yeah, come on now. So I'm gonna need you to hit the thumbs up. Help us out. And if you didn't, if you didn't like what I said and you gave me a thumbs down, I want you to go in the comment and prove me wrong. Cause I know you can't. I challenge I anybody. Double dog dare you. I, I dare you. I, 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 I put money on it now. What's good? Yeah, I put a whole dollar. Hey, on don't, it. don't put my dollar. Don't put my dollar. That's my mama dollar. <laughs> nah, seriously though, now we're there on YouTube. Definitely hit the sub button. Turn the post notifications on. You can find us on uh, SoundCloud, Last FM, Player FM, Reddit. Yeah. I mean, you might find us in the cloud soon. Yeah, we, we, we on iTunes already. So yeah. Google Play. I mean, we we everywhere. The only place you ain't gonna find us is uh, Walmart, Sears, and uh, Spotify. Fuck <laughs> I ain't paying the five. Yeah, not not even five. They talking about whole twenty. I was like, yeah. y'all got me. No what? We gonna keep our little four hundred little uh, hits hits every day, and we just gonna let it ride. Yeah. But uh, thank you guys for joining us. This is that damn booth. Like, if you watching this, if you definitely watching this right now, I know I'm not. If I'm here, if I'm still in Texas when you watching this, just know I need help. <laughs> <laughs> Send help. I'm about to start. I'm about to start. What's the What's the name of those pastors that like money? Hey, the prosperity. I'm feature. about to be a prosperity feature because I need help. <laughs> But I appreciate y'all coming out here, man, listening to the show. And as always, it's Hero, your host, and my co-host, the boy Wonder. He does on the ones and twos. And thank you guys for joining us. Send help. Help me. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I hope I'm not here. Oh, damn. He ain't going to be here. Oh, man. I'm praying right now. Uh, God. 
I know, I, I know I did not. I know I did not follow your instructions when you told me not to buy those donuts. I was hungry, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you please make sure I'm not here right now? Please. He won't be. He's fine. We out. Yeah. Oh, man. That's funny. A recording shit in the future is always funny. Oh, yeah. I, I'm like,